Hey everyone, thanks for joining again today. Today we're going to start a new study in the book of Nehemiah. Uh, have you ever loved a place so much and then saw it tore down? How'd it make you feel? Or how would you feel to see America torn down? And maybe in some ways that is happening today. How would we feel? How would we feel if the church and Christians were constantly attacked and churches were being torn down? How would we feel? Would we weep? Would we cry? Would we pray and try to do anything we could to do something about it? That is kind of what we're going to see when we look at the book of Nehemiah. So today what I want us to do is just do a brief introduction to this book. And then next time we're going to start uh, to dig into the text. Originally, Ezra and Nehemiah were one single book. But then they broke off over through time. The purpose of the book of Nehemiah is at least threefold. Number one, to show God keeps his promises to his people. That's extremely important for us as well as to them, isn't it? Number two, to emphasize the people's duty to be holy. We need to think about that. I wonder if we think enough about being holy, trying to do the best we can, being set apart for God. Nehemiah's task is to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. And so he is going to lead the third and last return to Jerusalem after the Babylonian exile. The date is somewhere around 586 BC. When you think about Bible heroes, Nehemiah is probably not one that comes to mind right away, but I think Nehemiah is very much a hero in the Bible. His job was a cupbearer to the king. A cupbearer, according to the dictionary, is a person who serves wine, especially in a royal or noble household. But in Bible times, a cupbearer was also one who would taste the wine before it was given to the king to make sure it was poisoned. I doubt very seriously there was a whole line of people lining up to want to be the cupbearer because if it was poisoned, guess what? They weren't going to be around very long. Okay. Well, Nehemiah is stationed at the palace at Susa. And his brother Hanani comes to the palace and he tells Nehemiah that the walls of Jerusalem are broken down and that its gates have been destroyed. Nehemiah is heartbroken. He sits down and he weeps for the city and he weeps for the people. He pleads with God to let him return. But for him to return, he also has to go to the king Artaxerxes. And he has to ask the king to let him go. So he pleads with the king to let him go. And Artaxerxes allows him to go, not only allows him to go, but sends him with letters. Letters saying he has the authority to cut wood down from some of the forests, forests to use in rebuilding the walls of the city or whatever needs he might have. 
So as soon as Nehemiah gets to Jerusalem, he rides around the city to examine what's going on with the walls, to examine how much work is going to be needed to fix the walls, to see what needs to be done. The rest of the book is about his struggles to get the job done and how he faces opposition trying to stop him, not just from the outside, but also from the inside. But in spite of that, Nehemiah is able to complete the walls in 52 days. Now, that was a monumental task, and he completed it. No one expected him to complete it at all, much less in 52 days. But once the walls were built, he sets guards at the gates, has the law of Moses read to all the people, and is made governor over them. That's what is going to happen in the overall scheme of this book. Next week, or next time, not next week, but next time, we are going to pick up with the text of Nehemiah chapter 1. Thanks for being here. Hope you look forward to the study. Please read the book of Nehemiah. It's not a long book. Read it and be ready to study it next time we get together. Thanks so much. Hope you have a great day. We'll talk to you later.